All Rookie Podcast. Today is December 7th, 2021, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you guys. You know, I'm still a tiny bit under the weather, but I'm getting better. So it's all good. You know, we've had a lot of players that have been under the weather as well. And hopefully that will pass. I guess it's just this time of the season. But, you know, for the most part, things are going well. Unfortunately, some players are out with COVID, and that also has prevented, well, presented um, some opportunities for our rookies to get some playing time. We never wish injury, illness, any of that on players, but we are, you know, slightly happy <laughs> that our rookies are getting some opportunities. Um, you know, I don't know. It's no good way to say that, but <laughs> it, it it is what it is. So uh, we have a great 10-game slate to go over for your Monday recap, and we'll get straight to it like there's nothing to it. I will say we had two standout G League performers, uh, and they are Delano Bonton. You know him from the Raptors. He's been having a really successful season for the Raptors, but when he can't find any minutes for himself on the Raptors, they send him down to the 905 Raptors G League team, and you really get to see his full capabilities. He scored 30 points, had five rebounds, and four steals. So that's just incredible. Clearly, he is too talented to be playing in the G League, but still a little too raw to be getting big minutes for the Raptors. But, I mean, after a year or two, look out. The Raptors can have their next star on their hands. Uh, And, you know, all it takes is Pascal Siakam possibly moving on and one or two other players moving on or he, he, as in Delano Bantam, passing them up as far as talent-wise. And he clearly is on the right trajectory to hit that mark because he can do so many different things. He's kind of like Scotty Barnes. Uh, he's kind of like Sean Livingston. I mean, he's a mixture of a lot of players. And that's what the Raptors do. They find raw, young, athletic, long, lengthy players, and they develop them very well. A lot of teams get those tall, rangy, athletic players and then they don't know what to do with them. The Raptors take them, mold them up, and then they turn into great prospects like Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, you know, Chris Boucher in some sense, you know, um, and Scotty Barnes, and now Delano Bonton. So I'm very happy for Delano. His future is clearly bright. And, I mean, if you're a young guy trying to make it in the league, you want to go to the Raptors because they're going to definitely develop your game. Now, our other top G League performer is RJ Nimhard, truly one of my favorites coming out of this draft. He was undrafted. I felt he should have been drafted. Definitely one of the top 40 prospects, in my opinion, but he didn't even go in the top 60. But he is with the the charge of the G League. I believe that's the Cavs. Yeah, the Cleveland charge. And he scored 31 points, had seven rebounds, and four assists. And he's just a classic point guard. Um, The only issue with point guards coming out of the league, especially if you're not a big name from a big school, is there's so many talented point guards already in the NBA. So it's hard to come in and steal someone's job because you may have all the tools, all the film, all the talent, but there are not many job openings in that field. You know, there's only so many point guards 
you know, that a team can even have on the roster. So you could be the fourth best point guard on a team and still be great, but they don't need four point guards. And then boom, you're in the G League. So, but I do believe in RJ Nimhart's talent. He just has to find opportunity. And, you know, they have Ricky Rubio. Who knows if he will be with them long-term. We know Darius Garland will be, but, you know, there's an opportunity for him to be Darius Garland's backup if he continues to play this well uh, for the Cavs. Now let's get straight to our 10-game slate. Like I said, first we'll start with the Atlanta Hawks. They have defeated the Minnesota Timberwolves 121 to 110. And these are two teams that rarely use rookies, as we know. The Hawks did not use Shreve Cooper or Jalen Johnson. They're not even on the stat sheet, so they're with the G League squad. But for Minnesota, Leandro Balmaro did start. That's what D'Angelo Russell out. And he played 18 minutes. He had a terrible game, unfortunately. One for six from the field. Only had two points, three rebounds, one steal. And so, yeah, one for six from the field in 18 minutes. They clearly did not like the direction that was heading. And Jordan McLaughlin came in and took the rest of those minutes because they said, we can't continue this. It looks like Landry Balmaro, he plays well when he's in the G League, but he's not quite ready for the NBA, I don't believe. Next game, we have the Milwaukee Bucks defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers 112 to 104. As we know, the Cavs have Evan Mobley, who played 31 minutes, had 12 points, six rebounds, two assists, one steal. His only knock for this game was he went three for 10 from the field. That's rare for him. He normally is around five or six out of 10. Uh, You know, the field goal percentage is a lot better usually. And he went one for four from the three-point range. That was a lot of his issue right there, probably taking too many outside jumpers. Need to take it into the basket, take it into the paint. And we know he can score and play great. Uh, But still, 12 and 6 is not bad. But just the bar that we've set so high for Evan Mobley, really he set for himself, is up so high that 12 and 6, you're like, that was a bad game. It really was not a bad game. But we just expect better from him. So now for the Bucks, we know the Bucks cut Georgios Kalaksakis uh, the other day. I mentioned it on the last uh, episode or episode before last, and it's because they brought in Wesley Matthews, the veteran. And so their only rookie now is still Sandro Mamuklashvili, and he is a DMP in this game. And prior to this, the two previous games, he actually started. And now, boom, DMP. And that's because DeMarcus Cousins did play this game, played 18 minutes, and he played well. So it's going to be interesting to see. Sandro's minutes are going to depend on DeMarcus Cousins, and they're still trying to get Cousins conditioned to NBA ready condition level. Um, So he could play every other game. So we'll just have to keep an eye on that for Sandro. But for now, no news for the Bucs as far as rookies. In that game, <laughs> next game, the uh, the Chicago Bulls defeated the Denver Nuggets 109 to 97. For the Nuggets, we know Bones Highland is still out right now. I believe he's in the health and safety protocols, and that's their only rookie. 
Yes, I was going to say Devon Reed is, is a new name on here, but he's not an undrafted rookie. So now for the Bulls, Ayo Desunmu, of course, is our rookie for the Bulls. And believe it or not, um, DeMar DeRozan is out with COVID. Well, health and safety protocol. So that allowed Ayo Desunmu to start, play 42 minutes, huge amount of minutes. Ended up with 11 points, six rebounds, eight assists, and one steal. That's great all-around stats. You wish the points were a little bit more, but he really didn't shoot the ball that much. Only shot six attempts, but he went four for six, so that's great. But Nikola Vucevic and Zach Levine were jacking up all the shots, so not many other players were able to get opportunities. But that is a really good performance by A.O. You just, I mean, greedy. If you want to be greedy, when you see someone play 42 minutes, you want more points than that. But like I said, he was being more of a distributor in this game. And with those eight assists, that's truly, truly impressive. He played a really solid game here. Very impressed and proud of AO. And, you know, this could continue until DeMar DeRozan is back because he did play well. And right now, um, Kobe White is out, I'm pretty sure, with uh, health and safety as well. So this should continue for around at least 10 days. Next game, the Memphis Grizzlies defeated the Miami Heat, 105-90. to And for the Grizz, I will say Zaire Williams is back. He had missed the last few games. Last week he missed a couple of games because he had sore knee. And this game he was back. He played three minutes and no stats pretty much all around. Nothing much you can do in three minutes. But it's good to see him back um, healthy and not as a injured person. <laughs> Now, they also have Santi Aldama. He played 11 minutes, and he had one point, two rebounds, one steal. So not much production, 0 for 4 from the field. He had that breakout game and the huge blowout, the record-breaking blowout. But other than that one game, he really has not put up stats that would tell you he deserves minutes. Uh, I could see him in the G League. I think he probably should go to the G League and continue to develop. And that's not to say he's a bad player. It's just he's a young rookie who's still, you know, trying to find his niche on the team, find his spot on the roster. And right now, like I said, when it was a complete blowout, he hasn't done much. And this, this is not me killing the kid. This is me saying a lot of players are going to the G League and really getting better. So I think that should be what Santi Adama does as opposed to stick with the team and play five minutes here, three minutes here, 10 minutes here. He's not really developing with Memphis. And Evis Pons actually got in the game as well. He only played one minute, but he got in the game, and that's huge. Um, He was a two-way player, undrafted, and he had a lot of buzz around his name in draft season. So good to see him get in the game as well. And for the Miami Heat, now we have Omer at seven. He did play 17 minutes. He had six points, four rebounds, two assists, one steal, and two blocks. That's a really good performance. And that is because Bam Adebayo is out. So you have to show him some respect right there. Uh, and it's good to finally see Omer getting more than three minutes. Normally he gets three minutes every game. Really, really good to see him get 17 minutes. Uh 
you know, decent all-around stats. You can't hate on that. Okay, next game we have the Indiana Pacers defeated the Washington Wizards 116 to 110. For the Wizards, we have Corey Kispert, who played 19 minutes, finally had over 15 minutes, uh, and he had a good game. He went four for six from the field, had 10 points and two rebounds. That is the only rookie they decided to play today. Isaiah Todd is such a G League. For the Pacers, Chris Duarte started again. He played 25 minutes. He went four for eight from the field. Ended up with 13 points, five rebounds, one assist, and four steals. A decent all-around game. Those steals really pop. That's a huge number of steals right there. Great production. Uh, you got to love it. You got to love it. Great game for Chris Duarte. Next game, the OKC Thunder defeated the Detroit Pistons 114-103. to And we have... For the Thunder, Jeremiah Robinson Earl started, but only played 18 minutes. Interestingly enough, he went one for five from the field. Only scored two points, but did have eight rebounds, and that was about it. Um, But it's interesting that he only played 18 minutes. I wonder if there was an injury there. I just hadn't heard it yet, but uh, that's very interesting. Uh, Now, they also have Josh Giddy, of course, who played 30 minutes. Scored 12 points, had five assists, and one steal. Now, Trey Mann also is recurring in the lineup. Played 13 minutes off the bench, had seven points and three rebounds. Good to see because before this, he was in the G League and not getting many minutes. But since Josh Giddy was out with his illness, he was able to start a couple games, and now he's in the rotation. So that's good to see. Now, for the Pistons, of course, we have Kay Cunningham, who had a huge game. He's probably going to be our rookie of the night with 28 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals. And that's right, I said 28 points and 11 rebounds. That's a monster game, probably his best game of the season. And he's really getting into his groove, being able to display everything that he can. And it's truly turning into his team. He's the leading scorer by far. Normally, Jeremy Grant is the leading scorer, but uh, Kate took the most shots by far, shot 24 shots. Uh, he went 11 for 24 from the field. The next highest shot attempt was Jeremy Grant and Sadiq Bay had 16. So it's clearly Kate's team now, and everyone else get out of the way. <laughs> also, Luca Garza played four minutes, had two points and four rebounds. He's a guy I really would love to see start and get big minutes uh it seems like they don't want to see that or do that though so you know that may take some time that would definitely take some time next game the philadelphia 76ers defeated the hornets 127 to 124 now for the sixers the only player that did not get in the game that's on their roster is charles bassey that is messed up, Philadelphia. <laughs> Jalen Springer is not with the team right now. He's with the G League. So Charles Bassey was the only rookie and the only rookie that did not play. Well, the only player didn't play. <laughs> so, um, But Drummond only played 12 minutes, but it was because Joel Embiid had a monster game of 43 points and 15 rebounds. So no surprise there. Now, uh, for the Hornets, like I said, we had Lamelo is out with COVID. Terry Rozier is out with COVID. Mason Plumlee is out with an injury, possibly COVID as well. 
and Ishmith is out with the COVID protocols. So that did allow some rookies to get in the game. James Booknight, for one, played 22 minutes, ended up with 11 points, five rebounds, one assist, and one highlight dunk on a putback. It was really nice. His bounce was so nice. I mean, you don't really expect a guy his size, 6'4", 6'5", to jump like that and his stature. But a really nice uh, putback by James Booknight. And like I said, he went 50% from the field, 50% from three-point range. Decent, decent game all around, especially in 22 minutes. Now, also, JT Thor got in the game for 20 minutes, went three for five from the field, had eight points, two rebounds, and two assists, and one block. And one of the nicest dunks you're going to see this season, he dunked all over Andre Drummond. Look for that on YouTube or anywhere you find your highlights. That was incredible. And it's very interesting to me to see that JT Thor got 20 minutes, but Kai Jones was a DNP. Kai Jones was their first-round pick, and he was projected to possibly go to them in the lottery, but Book Knight fell to them, and then they ended up trading back in to get Kai Jones at number 20. But he was a DNP, so that's very interesting. And then JT Thor, who was drafted in the second round, around pick 37, gets in and plays 20 minutes. That's very interesting right there so keep an eye out on that I don't know if they're liking what they're seeing with JT Thor and thinking now that he is more ready than Kai Jones and that is possible because Kai Jones is a raw prospect but his future and ceiling is super bright so we will see and but it was just good to see like I said at the top of show these two rookies get in the game who have really not played all season and yes, actually, that dunk that Thor had over Andre Drummond was his first points of his career. And it's not, you're not going to find too many more electrifying first points scored ever than what JT Thor did against the Sixers and on Andre Drummond. <laughs> so that was fun. That was fun. And I hope to see a lot more minutes for those guys. But we also do still hope everyone on Hornets affected with COVID gets well soon. Now, for the next game, we had the Phoenix Suns defeated the San Antonio Spurs, 108-104. to 104. For the Spurs, Josh Primo got in the game a decent amount of minutes, 18 minutes, had five points, two rebounds, and three steals. Those three steals are major. You got to love that. And, you know, he was the only rookie to play tonight. They played a lot of guys, but Josh Primo was one of them, and he got significant minutes. So you have to love that, and you just hope those minutes just increase and increase and increase, and we will see. For the Phoenix Suns, Ish Wright is their only rookie, and he did get in the game for six minutes. Was so not able to put up too much production, but he did have three rebounds. So that's that's to be expected with Phoenix. You know, nothing too crazy, but it's good to see Ish get in the game. Now, next game, we have the LA Clippers versus the Portland Trailblazers. Right now, it's the end, nearing the end of the third quarter. It's pretty much midnight on the East Coast, and there's still another quarter of basketball left. <laughs> so, um, but as of yet, Clippers are up by five. And for the Clippers, Brandon Boston has gotten in the game in significant minutes, 16 minutes, four for seven from the field, has 10 points right now and no other stats. But that is truly, truly great to see. He clearly has earned himself 
a bit of a role with this team. And this is over Keon Johnson, who was drafted 30-plus spots ahead of him. Brandon Boston is doing a great job and could end up with a really good game considering there's another quarter left. So that's impressive now for the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Greg Brown and Trenton Wofford have not entered the game yet, so no rookie news or notes of yet. They're a pretty boring team when it comes to rookies. You hope to see something about that change eventually. Love to see Greg Brown get minutes, but I do not think he's ready. So I understand. (laughs) Now, for the next game, it's a blowout thus far, but also nearing the end of the third quarter. The Warriors up 96-74 on the Magic. For the Magic, we have Franz Wagner, who thus far has played 27 minutes, has 15 points, four rebounds, five assists, and three steals. He's stumbling upon a monster game so far because, like I said, it's a whole another quarter left. There is a blowout, though. So will they play him or will they not? I don't know. But he's in line to have another great stat night for the Magic. For the Warriors, Kaminga and Moody have not entered the game yet, so nothing to report thus far. Uh, so the Warriors are being a little stingy with their rookies, so not much to say pretty much for the whole season, but they are playing well in the G League. And that, you know, sums up our 10-game recap. I will go over my top rookies of the night. Got to start with Evan Mobley with his 12 points, six rebounds, two assists, and one steal. Got to give it up to Ayo Desunmu, who in his 42 minutes had 11 points, six rebounds, eight assists. Now, we also have to give it up to, I'll give it up to Omer yet seven because he had those two blocks. He had six points, four rebounds, and two blocks. Those two blocks are really important and good to see. Now, i also give a shout-out to Corey Kispert, who scored in double figures. That's rare for him. And it was in 19 minutes. So Corey Kispert gets a shout-out. Chris Duarte gets a shout-out in only 25 minutes. He had 13 points, five rebounds, and those four major steals. I love that. Josh Giddy gets a shout-out, 12 points and five assists. Kay Cunningham, of course, the rookie of the night with 28 points, 11 rebounds, five assists, and two steals. And he had six turnovers. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Now, also, I'll give a shout-out to James Booknight with his 11 points and five rebounds. Why not mention JT Thor with his eight points, two rebounds, and one block? I'm just naming everyone at this point. But, no, that's it so far. And I will say BJ Boston and Frank uh, and Franz Wagner will be on the list. But obviously, their games are still going on. But as of thus far, their stats are good enough to be on the list. So shout out to Brandon Boston and Franz Wagner. So with all that information photo dumped on you, that will conclude today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like the show, tell a friend to tell a friend about the All Rookie Podcast. Thank you so much. Like, review, subscribe, rate, all that good stuff. You know what I mean. (laughs) I'm out of here. Peace.